I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, every day around 9.45-ish. Sometimes later. Never earlier. Sometimes later. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, I'll take a number one with a side of meth. Also, blind dick pics are not a dick with a blindfold. And... Tommy like wingy. Oh, but first, let's do some live dates, huh? September 8th, Stand Up Raw, comedy at the Crane. Can't wait. Season 2 of Stand Up Raw, coming back. First episodes, 1 and 2, going to be released September 1st. Episode 3 comes out September 8th. That night, we kick off Season 2 of Stand Up Raw, comedy at the Crane. We'll get you guys some tickets and some information. That should be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, September 21st, the Vixen Theater, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, September 22nd through the 24th, the Comedy Vault in Batavia with John Kite. October 15th, Beaver Island Brew in St. Cloud, Minnesota. December 2nd through the 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas. And December 10th, Minneapolis, The Dirty Show at Club Underground. Say good morning. What's up, Adam Ray? How are you, buddy? Uh, What's up, Olena? Hi, BJ. Uh, Listen, over the weekend, Saturday night, great time. Thank you so much to Aiden McCluskey and everybody who uh, put on... How the hell did we get here? Great storytelling stand-up event. People just kind of rolled in last minute. Aiden texted me and was like, dude, if you ain't doing anything, could you hop on and do this show real quick? Do you have any drug-related stories? I'm like, dude, I'm 42. I've been in fucking radio for 20-some years. Yes, I have drug stories. The one that always sticks out in my mind is the story about going to San Francisco for my brother's wedding. And this is the one that always gets me because it was like a turning point in life where it was like, all right, you got to get your shit together. You have a baby and a family. Maybe now's the time you fucking figure it out. <laughs> so uh, we got some uh, some great uh, some great footage of the show. So I'm not going to post this. I don't want to put it up because eventually I want to use it for some stand-up. But this is the story about the time I accidentally did PCP the night before my brother's wedding in San Francisco. Because they fuck, they really do. They fuck me up, man. And like, and everybody goes, man, drugs. Drugs are going to fucking ruin your life. But sometimes drugs can actually save a life, right? Because I was in San Francisco. Uh, I was going to be the best man in my brother's wedding. So we go out there because my brother was getting married to the fucking biggest bitch on the planet. <laughs> she was the worst. Absolutely the worst. And my, my family was like, I don't know why you hate her so much. She's great. I'm like, she is fucking terrible. And they all go, you're wrong. And usually they're right because I am a terrible judge of character. But I was like, I just don't like her, man. So we go out, all go out to San Francisco. And the, uh, the night before the ceremony, I'm like, all right, hey, I want to take all the guys out. And my family's like, listen, here's the deal. You got to be in the lobby 7 a.m. Because we're going golfing at 7. Then we're smoking some stogies at 11. Ceremony's at 2. And I'm like, all right, I will be there. Obviously, I'm giving you this information so you know where I won't be <laughs> on Saturday morning. So I'm like, all right, we're all going out. I take the guys, we go out. I'm like, all right, guys, boys' night out, no women. And then we get to the bar, and I meet a woman, and I'm like, okay, some women. <laughs> 
So this woman says, hey, would you like to come with me and go see the full moon over the ocean? So I walk out to the ocean with her. We're on this beautiful cliff, Pacific Ocean. It's magnificent, fucking full moon, stars. It was one of those nights it was so dark you could see the moon and the stars at the same time. And this woman pulls out a joint. She goes, would you like to smoke? And I think, first off, I don't do good on drugs. Secondly, 12 hours from now is the biggest moment of my brother's life. So I look at her and I go, spark it up. She hands me this joint, I fucking hit it. This was the most magical weed I have ever had in my life. The fucking moon turned a shade of blue that I have never seen before. It was amazing, I'm like, give me that shit again. I hit it one more time. The fucking, like, the stars were fucking dancing. It was beautiful. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is in this, but this is amazing. Like, give, me, give it here one more time. I hit it that third time, and as soon as I did, I felt like the most inner peace I have ever felt in my life. I felt like I belonged. I felt like all my sins had been forgiven. The weight of the world had just been, like, taken off my shoulders. And in that moment, I thought to myself, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> I started feeling spiders coming over my legs. I felt like my skin was turning inside out. I look over at this woman, I go, hey, by the way, I don't feel too good. She goes, oh, that must be the PCP. Dude, the fucking moon started to melt. This woman turned into the scarecrow, and not the scarecrow that is like, if I only had a brain, like fucking Batman scarecrow. Mask over the fucking face, like bats and shit. It was fucking chaos. Like my brain is starting to melt. I can feel it. I'm fucking scratching myself. I'm like, what the fuck did you do to me? All of a sudden, shit just goes black. And I wake up on the beach. And I'm in that moment, you know, when you wake up and you're like, fuck, okay. I don't know where I am, but I'm alive. I'm here. I got my body, I'm intact. I'm wearing two different shoes on different feet. I don't know where the fuck they came from, but okay, fine. We're alive. I reach in my pocket, wallet's fucking gone. I look at my phone, it's dead. I can tell by the sun, it is definitely past 7 a.m. <laughs> and then you start like justifying it to yourself. You're like, well, maybe we can just hit nine holes of golf. Like, we'll fucking figure it out. So I get up. And I'm like, all right, I think I know the general direction of the hotel. So I start walking that way. I walk past a bank, and outside it says 1132. And I'm like, fuck, okay, maybe four holes of golf. <laughs> so I finally find the hotel. I walk in. My brother is in the lobby. And he looks at me, and he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Okay, dude, first off, super sorry. I'm so sorry I fucking missed golf. All right, listen, that's my bad. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run upstairs. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to clean up. I don't know where this blood came from. It's dried. I don't even have a cut. I don't know what the fuck happened, but dude, I'm going to clean this up. I'll get in my tux. Meet me down here. We'll go to the ceremony. He goes, motherfucker, the ceremony was yesterday. I was like, excuse me? He's like, we canceled the fucking ceremony, asshole, because we spent all day looking for you. This room got eerily quiet. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, dude, fuck. 
fucking ruined my life. I am covered in fucking like, like trash. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I'm like, oh my God. My brother looked at me and said, don't you ever fucking talk to me again. He turned around, he walked away. Six months, my brother did not call me, did not talk to me, fucked me up royally. Then one day out of the blue, I get a phone call. It's my brother. I pick up the phone, I go, hey. He goes, I just want to say thank you. I said, for what? He said, last night, I caught Veronica in bed with another guy. And because of you getting all fucked up and canceling my ceremony, I didn't marry her. And that is how drugs save a life, everybody. That is how drugs save a life. I'm Rudy Povich. Have a great night. All right, so fun time. I apologize. Apparently there was an echo if you were watching on the Instagram live. It sounded great on my end, but God damn it. It's fucking technology shit. Fuck. 25 years, all I've done is run cables and wires and try to fucking record shit. You'd think by now I'd have it down. Fuck no. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm glad I got to share that with some people. I don't tell a lot of stories on stage. Storytelling is not my forte, but it was a blast and had an excellent time. And everybody who was there, Joey Hamburger, fucking so funny. Man, Terry Blues telling some like crazy ass story about like hallucinating and seeing demons and shit. Uh, we did record the whole thing. I don't know if Aiden's going to want to release it, but if he does, you guys should watch it front to back, dude. It was such a blast. So, uh, yeah, so thank you guys very much for having me like i said uh all the other stand-up dates you can find them rudypovich.com there's a bunch of them so if uh if you guys want to check it out yeah man so chicago's gonna be a good time i'm looking forward to hanging out down there all right let's get into some other shit that's been going on throughout uh throughout the country huh uh erica ah uh, you're so good at it that was a great story oh uh, the storytelling i i i feel like it's great in small doses for me I tell, because I, I sit and tell so fucking stories all day, every day. I don't know. Maybe it was just because, like, growing up, I had a lot of people in my life that were just like, "Hey, sit down, shut the fuck up, nobody cares." So now I'm just like, maybe if I make a pretend character of myself, it's much better than the actual person that I am. Uh, just added the feeling of PCP to the feed. Absolutely, Anna. Yeah, so I apologize for the echo if you heard that with an echo. Because, I, like I said, I'm not going to release it. I just wanted to play it on the show. So, uh, anyways. A couple in Georgia arrested after police officers had found meth in their vehicle next to their two-year-old in the back seat. The baby was unharmed and sent away to live with a family member. However, they found the meth next to a baby while the baby was eating a Happy Meal. Here's one of the investigators talking about the couple that they had arrested. Not only was there a two-year-old child in the car, the drugs were found in very close proximity to a Happy Meal box, which makes the whole thing worse. Dude, our Happy Meals basically came with shirt tail toys. We didn't get meth. We didn't get any blue special. They didn't give us a box of baking soda and a Bunsen burner. And just go, here you go, kids. Here's a make-it-yourself meth kit. No! We got shit toys that nobody cared about. I had a hamburger 
that had eyes and wheels and you rolled it across the floor and that was with the toy in your Happy Meal and you fucking liked it. You liked it. <laughs> it was awful, man. I fucking... I read these stories sometimes and I'm like, I'm like, all right, uh, I feel bad that I work a lot and I spend a lot of time not fucking doing shit that I should be doing as a parent. There's a lot of ghosting, not ghosting, but ghost parenting that goes on in my life. And I, I feel awful about it. And I try to make up as much as I possibly can with my 14-year-old daughter. It's a real cats in the cradle moment going on in my house. My daughter is basically nowhere to be found. She's always with her friends, gallivanting. My daughter lives like she makes $150,000 a year. Meanwhile, I'm the one back at the house pounding it out on a keyboard all day so that she can keep up this lifestyle of fucking jettisoning <laughs> all over the place. So I am... Uh, every time I hear the stories about, you know, a couple are arrested with meth inside of their baby's Happy Meal, I go, you know what? It's all right. I might not, hey, I might not get a chance to hang at Valley Fair with the kids all day because I get to ride run one ride and then run back to the, it's not, I'm not being a bad parent. I am providing Sands the meth. That's a pretty good place to be. Jesus Christ. Um, also, since you're on the live feed, everybody, I know I screwed it up earlier, but if you're on the live feed, stick around. I got some stuff I want to talk to you guys about after we cut off the show. See, you get the special on the Instagram if you follow it. If you're listening to this show, follow me on Instagram and then hit me up every day, 945-ish. A little late today. My apologies. Uh, but yeah, please do so, man, because uh, I want to hang out with you guys. I got a couple of questions for you just because there's uh, some things I've been wondering, and I'm kind of hoping you guys might be able to shed a little bit of light onto it. Uh, blind dick pics are not a picture of a dick with a blindfold on it. News to me, everybody. News to me. So guys send pics of their junk to blind women on social media. Did not know this was a thing. Apparently, it's a massive thing that these women will never be able to see. However, they do have explainer voices on phones that will explain what it is that a woman is seeing. I didn't realize that this technology was out there. I guess maybe I had known about like, you know, you can kind of get an artificial intelligence reader. Like if you wanted to read War and Peace, all you got to do is just plug in the pages and then a voice... Instead of having somebody word for word read it, which is bullshit, by the way, you should be hiring actual human beings, not a fucking computer, to do voiceover. Thank you very much, giant companies that are trying to save a dollar. But what I'm saying is you can have all that. Did not realize that there was actual technology out there for blind women to have their dick pics being explained to it. But this video has been making the rounds today. Uh, this is a woman, blind woman from England who had a dick pic sent to her. And this is what was explained. I'm blind and I get sent a lot of lower regional area pictures from guys. Maybe they don't believe I'm blind, but I rely on a screen reader to narrate my phone to me and it also narrates images. And I have just received an image and I have to share this with you. This is what my screen reader has described to me. One face, probably a mushroom growing in the ground. 
<laughs> what kind of mushroom? And that's the first that's the first question. One of them long stem mushrooms or is it just like the tiny short guy? Are we talking princess toadstool? Which by the way, that wasn't a print no, wasn't it was just toadstool, right? Super Mario Brothers? It what Princess Toadstool was the princess, but then she had like her little helper, her handmaid, if you will, and that was Toadstool. Fucking so weird. God damn it. Mario, Luigi, and Bowser. There you go. That's all you need. Our princess is in another castle. Anyways, getting back to this. I've Listen, I have had my dick explained many a times. It has never been explained as a mushroom growing out of the ground. Is this guy covering himself in dirt? What kind of weird porn fetish does he have? I did have a girl say to me one time, this was ages ago, I was in bed with a woman, and she said to me, she reached her hand down my pants and said, wow, somebody is bigger than I thought they were. And I went, yeah, you like that big dick? And she went, no, I didn't say it was big. I'm just saying it was bigger than what I thought it was. <laughs> that is an honest-to-God true story. I ran into that girl at a movie theater here in Minneapolis. That happened back in Wisconsin, but this was in... I ran into that girl in Minneapolis with her now boyfriend, or maybe husband, fiance. I don't know. They were definitely in love. And this was a massive man. He may have been the... It looked like that guy at some point in his life had definitely swung an axe for a living. He was a lumberjack and he's okay. He works all night and he sleeps all day. That looks like a dude. He was the biggest fucking guy I've ever seen. And then on top of it, like wearing like a collared shirt with some slacks, you could definitely tell he came from an office job. And I'm like... Why are you not chopping down lumber? I want to see you on ESPN3 running up the side of a fucking tree with the, you know, the hoist thing, and then you chop, and then you hoist, and then you chop. That's the, you're not an accountant, my friend. Not with a build that size. You have manly hands. I've been a huge hog. I can definitely tell. I shook that dude's hand, and she was like, hey, this is my friend. And of course, like, I shook that guy's hand, and in my, my mind, I'm like, Oh, man, we are Eskimo brothers, and you have no idea. That's... Would you would you like to know? I don't think I would like to know. That would fuck me up, man. Oh, that would fuck me up. What's up, MJ? Hi. Uh, what's up, MK? What's going on? Good to see everybody. Hi, Lynn. What's up, Kimberly? Nice to see you. What's up, Chuck? Hopefully you're feeling better, dude. Um, I just got done playing the video from Saturday night. Chuck was supposed to be down there, and... Uh, record for us. Unfortunately, dude got COVID. And he did the responsible thing, everybody. He got the COVID and he stayed home. He stayed indoors. We're all in this together separately. That's right. Uh, Mira, love can make a five feel like a nine. Are we talking inches? That's what we're talking about, right? Because by that logic, then I'm packing like a six and a half. For sure. Um, yeah. So anyways, uh, I just happened to see, did you guys, I don't know, for whatever reason, this kind of threw me off while I was reading it today because I picked up a package of chicken wings yesterday while I ran to the grocery store. God damn it. 
I, for whatever, like, listen, as a 42-year-old man who has a 14-year-old daughter, we go through more chicken wings than a Buffalo Wild Wings on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know why. God damn it. But my kid loves them. She loves the hot. She loves the spicy. She loves the buffalo. Not a big fan of like the teriyaki and the sweet wings. She wants hot. So we go through them. I noticed the price had dropped down since like pre-pandemic. We're talking prices for chicken wings were like through the goddamn roof because they couldn't. It was like um, uh, if uh, Adam Ray is still on. He was just on his podcast today. He was talking about the price of toilet paper and how TP went through the fucking roof and you couldn't find it. It's the same with chicken wings. People were like hoarding that shit. You couldn't, and the price of them was, it was astounding. Bought a package today, $8.99. It's a goddamn good price for chicken wings. God, I feel like an old man. The price of chicken wings is exactly where it was before all this crazy COVID shit. Now I'm so glad (laughs) we're back to where we need to be. For chicken wing prices. Anyways, back to my story. The fucking price of eggs is outrageous right now, is it not? What has happened? Package of that's why you eat eggs. Because they are 12 eggs is supposed to be a dollar sixty-three. Fucking bought a 12, I bought 12, a carton of eggs was like four dollars the other day. What fucking gold chicken is shitting out eggs that are worth four dollars a carton? Now, if I go down to the farmer's market and I see the guy with the organic brown eggs and that's $5 a carton, I'm in. That's a lot of goddamn work for that guy to be able to hoist those eggs, find a carton, put them in. I'll do it. They taste better. But if I'm a guy who needs an egg in a pinch, I just, it's $1.63. I'm stuck having to buy like the Chubb 64 pack eggs just to make the price even out. Because that's like eight fifty, and if you do, you know, chop it down, it turns out to be like a dollar eighty nine a carton. God damn it! That's why I get mine uh, directly from a farm. Two dollars. Where the fuck are you getting two dollars a dozen for organic eggs, Lynn? I call shenanigans. I call egg shenanigans. <laughs> Could you imagine? God damn it. Anyway, all right. Um, like I said, if you guys are going to be on the live feed for a second, hang out because uh, I got a couple of questions for you. In the meantime, if you are listening to this podcast and you don't follow me on Instagram, please do so. Rudy underscore Povich. We do the show live every single day, Monday through Friday, 9.45 a.m. 9.45-ish. Some days a little bit later because I'm goddamn busy. But thank you guys. Really do appreciate it. Uh, be able to download this episode off of iTunes, Spotify, iHeart. I say iTunes? Apple Podcasts is what I meant to say. Anyways, really do appreciate it. You guys are the best. Make sure you hang out. Stick around because we are all taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.